So what do you think has helped you build such a strong sales team? I think where a lot of people kind of get it mixed up are they will start with like the process or they worry about technology a lot. But like first things first, you have to worry about the people. So you got to get the right people on the bus and then you can worry about building out your CRM. You can worry about, you know, getting a really cool auto dialer, stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. the very first thing that you need to do is make sure that the talent that you have is top tier talent because you can you can get pretty far with just a cell phone and an email address. And as long as you have a really, really good setter, closer or whatever model you end up having. Yeah. So I think uh, one thing that I've noticed with hiring people um, is you usually know in the first two weeks if they're going to be good or not. Yeah. And then usually what most people do is in the first two weeks, they they know that that person's not good, but they're scared to fire them or they're scared to reposition them. And they kind of just dangle them along until they eventually quit. Yeah. And I've been guilty of that too yeah. in like <laughs> other positions because you want to give them a shot, right? And you want to yeah. like hope that they're going to end up getting it or getting better. But to your point, yeah, they usually know within the first two weeks whether or not they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I've noticed and learned like through firing people is if you know they're not going to do well, at the end of the day, you're just doing that person a disservice yeah. and you're doing us a disservice, right? 100%. Because like you're stopping them from being able to go find another job mm-hmm. that's really going to fit because they're not, they know they're not closing deals. Yeah. And so like they're stressed out, you're worrying about whether or not you're going to fire them. So at the end of the day, it's better just to, if you know it's not going to work out, cut ties in it like immediately. Yeah. So, and then I don't want to keep it like super negative, but like on the positive side, whenever we've hired a plus players, we know immediately, immediately you see, oh, like this person is an A player. They're getting it. They're closing deals. I don't have to babysit them. They're, they're taking initiative. They're showing the work ethic. Um, so that's what I've noticed also. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody who we've brought on, like you said, is first two weeks, they're either crushing it, they're on the phones, or at least they have the potential to get to that next level. 100%. So what most people do when they're trying to look for A players is very first step, they have the idea, all right, I need to hire a salesperson. And then they immediately look at the people around them. (laughs) Literally, they're like, all right, which one of my friends, uh, whose kid or whose mom needs a job? And then whatever applicant comes in, they take that one Mm -hmm. because they're not going to actually go out and try to recruit. They're just taking first closest person to closest person to them. They bring them in. They don't train them. They give them a phone. They say, get after it. And then doesn't work. And they'll do that for a couple of years. And then eventually they'll learn the skill of hiring. So talk to me about recruiting and hiring. Yeah, I think like, number one, regardless of wherever you're at in your business. So if you're just getting started or you've been around for a while, don't sell yourself short and wait until you find top talent. I think like the old adage is hire slow, fire fast. Mm -hmm. So it's just go on, you know, these LinkedIn sites, go on ZipRecruiter and Mm -hmm. actually look for a professional salesperson. You're probably going to have to give away a good chunk of commission, uh, you know, like a larger percentage in the beginning just because you're not proven. Um, But if you're talking about like the process itself, 
what we do at Home Run Offer or any of our businesses are, you know, we have the first interview that's like an initial screening. I like to talk about pay very first call, just so that way you make sure that everybody's on the same page. We're not wasting anybody's time. Yeah. You know, that's where you talk about, you know, your background, whatever. And then after that, the second one is what we call like a mock call, yeah. where we will give them our script, or if they don't have a ton of experience with our industry, we'll say, hey man, let's I'll pretend to sell or buy um, whatever you used to sell. And mm-hmm. we'll go through that because I want them to give me their best. Yeah. And that's where you'll be able to weed out a ton of people. I think if people walk away with one thing in terms of hiring, it's do the mock call or do the skills assessment for any part of the business that you're hiring. If you're hiring an admin, yeah. you know, do some sort of skills test yep. before you bring them on board. 100%. Um, after we do our mock interview, then... Um, we will do a final interview where we just t- kind of talk about logistics. Uh-huh. When can you start? Those kinds of things. But it's a pretty quick process because like we said, if if you know, you know. And yeah. especially once you go through that skills assessment, you go through the mock call. Yeah. Yeah. I get like anybody who I've interviewed, I've known right after that moment. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this person on or I'm not. Yeah. And I like to, I like to do uh, not necessarily role play. I like to make them get on the phone and talk mm-hmm. to someone. Because if they're, you're going to see their true skills. I feel yes. like role playing, you know, they could kind of break the role play. They can kind of like, you know, be more comfortable. I want to get them on the phone with a potential lead, even if it's not the best lead. I just want them to get on the phones and speak to someone to see how confident are they. You know, can they follow the simple instructions that we give them? And maybe they didn't get it right the first time. Give them an give them instructions and then let them try again and kind of see like how comfortable they are on the phones. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's also important to doc, like when you give them your hiring documents, you have a 30 day plan, 60 day plan, 90 day plan to hold them accountable to certain KPIs. Like month one, I'm not super concerned with um, how well they're closing, but it's more so are they following directions? Are they showing improvement? Are they hitting their activity metrics and their activity KPIs? Yeah. Month two, that's where we're like, okay, you're going to be tied to a quota. Yeah. Like we need to make sure that you're closing. Then month three, you should be fully ramped up and yeah. ready to go. But to your point, I think like one of the guys who we hired at one of our other businesses, we did that, right? It was like, hey, here's some leads, call through them. That, yeah. And then they did that for about two weeks before we even thought about hiring them or bringing yeah. them on board. 100%. So yeah. absolutely. And then recording the calls and everything. So not oh, of just course. like, hey, take the leads home and call them. No, like we're going to watch you call them. We're going to listen to the calls. We're going to ask you, why did you ask this? You know, why didn't you say this? You know, this was good. This was bad. Um, Because again, you just, you don't want to waste time. The biggest expense is wasted time in any business. So if you, if you have three months of just a crappy salesperson, that could cost you six months worth of uh, cash flow to your business because now you got to start all over. They sucked for three months. Now you got to go out and, you know, hire someone, train them, and then hopefully get it right the second time. Yep. So, and then, or the third time or the fourth time. Totally. And we've experienced that with all of our businesses, right? Where it's like, we have like a killer who converts at, you know, 35, 40%. Then we have somebody who's just totally underperforming. They're closing at, you know, 20. Yeah. And or five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 10 or 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's, you know, 15% of revenue that we've completely missed out on exactly. because we just have somebody in the wrong spot. Yep. 